0: The PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. What if we could block a protein to stop runaway cell division? Dana-Farber Cancer Institute laid the foundation for CDK4-6 inhibitors, drugs designed to treat many advanced breast cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. With the pandemic
1: raging and the nation's economy teetering, this might seem like a strange time to start a business. But is it? Paul Salman considers this question as part of his regular series, Making Sense.
0: 24 year old Saida Florex Seal, deaf since birth, working at a hothouse for startups in Florida.
1: My company is Imanuco. It advocates for communication accessibility. And deliver a live prescription technology to, to help people who are deaf and hard of hearing with communication.
0: In short, an app that transcribes conversations in real time tells you who's speaking. Chloroxil lip reads easily. But how do you lip read a group?
1: My head is so that way, and then this person starts talking. Someone mom, you have to tap me and be like, SIDA, I'm talking this way. So.
0: And of course,
1: because of this pandemic right now with COVID like everyone wearing face masks. I don't even know if you're talking, if you're not talking.
0: Surprising, at least to me, is that Floric Seal is one of several million Americans who've tried to start a business since the pandemic hit, despite the economic anxieties of COVID. From April to June, 900,000 government applications to start a business. From July to September, a million and a half. But really, launch a company now?
2: I would argue, as someone who started nine companies myself, that a recession is actually a fantastic time to start a business.
0: Serial entrepreneur Scott Galloway.
2: I've had winners, I've had losers. As I look through all of them and try and determine the signal from the noise as to what is the best forward-looking indicator of success, simply put, it was where in the economic cycle I started the business.
0: Booms go bust, and busts recover, says Galloway, now a marketing professor. During the busts, startup costs are low, the unemployed are cheap, and so is commercial real estate.
1: This building used to be a church built in, I believe, the early 1940s.
0: In Veneta, Oregon, Annie Molnar gave me a tour of the Emporium, a brand new marketplace for local artisans.
1: Right here is my product line.
0: Molnar, who sells soaps, partnered with Aida Kamelich Lowe, who sells artisanal foods and bakeware. They rented this building for less than half its price pre COVID.
2: The building had been vacant. And we came in, it was perfect
0: timing. We can't block this off. Just down the road, Amy Wells, her husband Cameron, and business partner Chris Archer are turning this abandoned site into Arable Brewing Company at $870 a month, with an option to buy and, crucially, no overhead.
1: We aren't up against the same struggles that a lot of the other businesses out there are up against right now. Because we don't have to serve the public currently, we don't have to worry about any of the lockdowns.
2: And of
0: course, they're betting on a post-bust upswing, says Cameron.
2: If everything works out well with the vaccine, I don't think it could work out any better because people are going to be, you know, tired of being in uh, socially distanced in their house for a year or and and then some. In other words, pent-up demand for
0: bellying up to the bar. Now, if you're thinking it's a long shot for folks who have never run a business to start a brewery or a craft store during a pandemic, how about the hurdles Saida Florixil has faced since childhood?
1: I have never thought, like, one day I would be able to do something like this. I was not like other students. You know, I had to spend extra time at home learning how to write, learning how to speak clearly. I spent hours, years, going to speech therapy, learning how to pronounce my name.
0: Floric Seal is saddled with student loans, car payments, but with so many lips impossible to read because of masks these days, she's hopeful. And in addition...
1: One thing I've learned is that a lot of big companies started during the recession. So why not take that opportunity?
0: On the other hand...
1: Oh, my gosh. I totally think I'm crazy for doing this.
0: Now, some would say Florex Seal is crazy. Pandemic aside. Half of new businesses fold within five years. And starting a business in America has become more and more dicey for decades, as even Scott Galloway acknowledges.
2: For the last 20 or 30 years, it's actually a very difficult time to start a business. Reasons? One is the increasing
0: market dominance of mega-companies like Amazon. Apple and Google, says Galloway.
2: It is very hard to get funding in an environment that is controlled by huge, dominant, invasive species. So I would argue that it's this continued march of monopolies that, if you will, is taking all the oxygen out of the room for small businesses.
0: There's a second reason entrepreneurs often balk. There's more red tape these days, says researcher Sameksha
2: Desai. And so the complexity of navigating the uh, business environment and the business process can contribute to, uh, to people making specific decisions not to grow or not to expand in a certain way.
0: But many would-be entrepreneurs are shrugging off these concerns, because the pandemic has left them no other choice. Molnar and Lowe opened the Emporium because, with the usual venues shut down, they desperately needed somewhere to sell their soaps and bakeware. And Florexiel started her app because she was a substitute teacher before the pandemic for schools to close. And when they reopened, students were required to wear masks, which obscured their lips.
1: So, I know that was going to be very hard for me with communication, and that I couldn't do it.
0: Scott Galloway, as usual, puts it bluntly. For entrepreneurship, he says.
2: There's nothing like desperation. There's nothing like need to create a certain level of innovation, a certain level of hunger.
0: Of course, desperation doesn't mean success. But entrepreneurs are optimists. They have to be. And thank goodness, wrote the famous 20th century economist John Maynard Keynes, because, quote, if spontaneous optimism falters, leaving us to depend on nothing but a mathematical expectation, enterprise will fade and die, unquote. Yeah. Florixiel knows the risks, but along with her optimism.
1: I'm scared of missing out, you know, not doing it. That's my biggest fear. So I feel like now is the right time, you know, you can't buy time.
0: Nope, you can't. For the PBS News this is Paul Solman.